there ho there either it's your favorite i'm janelle and i'm kim and uh this is our first time recording away from each other so, so. bear with us as we get the <laughs> for this like these next couple episodes we're really trying to figure it out so yeah so there might be some like little audio mishap but um work it we're gonna work it out we're gonna work out the kinks Mm-hmm. Um, we have decided that we're just going to discuss all that remains of Daredevil because Kim finished it. Yeah. <laughs> so we kind of just want to discuss all of it. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we'll move on to a different show. So we would pick up with episode seven where they introduced Stick and then everything after that is fair game now. Yeah. Um, so what do you think? What, what stuck out like the most to you? In, in the in the series or like in the I season guess, so far yeah in the season but like primarily the ending is gonna be the big thing you know well okay so it's not fair of me to say because uh Dallas doesn't agree with me but I can't help but blame Karen for fucking everything <laughs> but seriously I don't she's, know. she's the reason my favorite character is dead aka Wesley. Um, yeah. Then she's the reason another one of my favorite characters is dead, aka Ben. Like, she tricked Ben into going to this uh, home, thinking that it was for his wife, and then in turn that ends up getting him killed, because he lied to Fisk to save Karen. Yeah. And, and uh, so, funny is, oh, now I was watching episode 7 today, uh-huh. um, uh, ben says to Karen, like, anything that happens to you is on me, and I don't want to be responsible. It's like, oh, sorry, bud. Yeah, geez. Oops. Uh, and, uh, and then, like, also, uh, his wife, what's her name? Doris? Yeah, that's probably right. Uh, she has so freaking great, and has, like, her moments of clarity are so freaking sweet, but... God damn it. <laughs> yeah, that was a really painful loss. And that's, like, that character loss, really, like, important to to us, character loss. Like, Wesley was a cool character, and I liked him, but I feel like the general public didn't really care about him. Uh, yeah, he was, like, my favorite, but um, also, I just don't see, wh- like, where he could have gone from this season. Especially if he, they're going to introduce, like, a new character or a new bad guy in the next season. Like... Yeah. It doesn't really make him relevant. And not that um, you're going to understand it, but so in the beginning of episode seven, when they introduce Stick, he's like hunting down someone to like for... Okay. And that's like his whole thing. But does that person have to do with the hand? Yeah. I knew it. Oh, I'm so kind of putting stuff together. (laughs) Yeah, so, like, the Black Sky is a much bigger plotline later, and I honestly forgot that they introduced it in this season, so it makes season two, like, a little less terrible okay. to that plot. Well, see, and that's what I thought. I thought that for, I thought that, that plotline that they introduced had to do with this, uh, the hand, because I was like, this is way too important sounding to not, to, like, not be touched on anymore. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um... Um, 
Yeah. So Stick is a pretty weird character too, and he shows up again, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't really like him, uh, but also I don't hate him. I don't know. He's just kind of a dick. It, yeah, and it's like a really weird situation with him because like Matt wanted him to be his dad and he being Matt's dad, but then like he was kind of Matt's dad. Like. Yeah, it was weird because it was like, uh, I don't want to be too close to you, but also I'm going to create myself as this father figure in your life and then leave you. Yeah. So it's like, and well, then, like what did he really should... want? Oh, also, like all the flashbacks with younger Matt, I feel like that kid playing Matt is actually not a good actor. Like, I at so all. too. <laughs> and it, it's kind of bad because the way that... The way that this kid looks, I keep thinking he could have been played by um, the kid who plays Mike in Stranger Things. Oh my god, I knew you were going to say that, but yes. Like, if his career had started a few years ago, and maybe if they started him with that, for sure. Yeah, he would have been way better. Like, I don't know what happened to this kid, and I don't know if he's still acting, but (laughs) yeah, man, you're not doing it for me. Well, <laughs> so so how do you feel about um, where they sent Wilson Fisk? Like wh- how they played his story out. I thought it was interesting because they, um, you know, he, they made it seem like he was really going to jail, right? And then they they like capture him, or like his guys go and get him. And then you're like, cool, he's getting away, so where is it going to go with this now? And then all of a sudden, uh, Daredevil catches up and they do their whole fight or whatever. And, you know, he talks to the cop and then he gets taken to jail. And then I was like, well, uh, oh my God, though, him and Vanessa are engaged. Yeah, and then he sent her away. So, so like, as far as I've seen, um, she hasn't shown back up. Okay. But... Like, he, yeah, he sent her away to protect her. Oh, you meet Fisk's mom, too, again. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of weird. She's, like, interesting. It's kind of sweet that he protected her by keeping her in that home. Yeah. But okay. also kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> but also, like, now that he's moving her, um... Just from, like, obviously I'm not a doctor, but my grandma has dementia, which clearly she does too. And that's going to fuck her up so bad. Wait, what? Yeah, exactly. That's probably going to create, like, an issue for her. Yeah, because it's, like, really confusing for them. You're not supposed to, like, move them when they get to a certain point because then all all that it's going to do is, like, confuse them and upset them. So I'm like, dude, I get that you're trying to protect her, but also... You're kind of fucking her up. Yeah. I, I don't know if they're going to play into that anymore. Okay, so um, I saw Charlie Cox at a Comic-Con panel last weekend, and uh, the moderator for the panel kept trying to ask him, like, I mean, he knows he can't say a lot about like season three, but he tried to ask him like things that were kind of public knowledge or he assumed so some like you know what's it what's it like to be working with the guy who plays Wilson Fisk again and like um how much are we going to see him this season 
Charlie couldn't say anything about it, but he said that in season one, when he filmed with, uh, God, I can't remember his name. His name is something just different or something like that. (laughs) It's, he's, (laughs) I'm, (laughs) what is his fucking name? Hold on. I'm looking it up. Yeah. Um, I looked up Law and Order. Oh, oh, Vincent D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio, yeah. D'Onofrio? Okay. Well, well, with Vincent, like, he didn't have to pretend to be afraid because this dude is, like, so big and genuinely terrifying that, like, anytime he he should be afraid, he was actually afraid of him. Oh, but he, like, okay, if you ever watch, like, Law and Order Criminal Intent, which he's a detective in, he so does not scare me. So I think that's why when I was talking to you about Fisk originally, that, like, he, he doesn't scare me. So I wonder if Charlie... Law and Order. Probably not. Um, yeah, so he also said, okay, so we talked about episode, um, in episode six, there's that scene with the Russian where he, like, falls through the building? Yeah. Okay, so Charlie said that that was, like, one of his favorite scenes, and when he read that, he knew that he had something good here, especially, like, gets to have his first encounter with Fisk over the walkie. Oof. I was like, damn, that's kind of what we thought, too. Yeah. Like, that that was a really good, powerful scene. Totally. That's awesome. We could, we could be showrunners. Oh, yeah, we could. We already established this. <laughs> we write the shows, okay? Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, so, oh, so you got the reveal for daredevil to foggy too okay so oh yeah okay how did i manage to forget that because that was so upsetting for me to see how upset foggy was and then my mom who i watched the show with and dallas were both like foggy needs to sack up he's being a little bitch right now and i'm like no you guys just aren't thinking about it at a personal level if you and your best friend like all of a sudden seemed kind of disconnected and you couldn't figure out why. And then all of a sudden you find out that your best friend's a fucking vigilante. Not to mention this dude's supposed to be blind. So yeah, it would be so upsetting to like find out that like you were lying to me about multiple things. But Especially, like, I mean, he is blind, so, like but. Like Kevin, they discussed um, like how they thought the mask whatever, the man in the mask, uh, was the one who leans. And Foggy was, like, hard set on putting him in prison. Like, if Matt had just confided in them beforehand, he could be like, I did not do this to you. Yeah. You just set up somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's, there could have been a lot of things that worked out differently if he had been honest. But, I mean, the damage is done. I just, I just hated seeing Foggy so upset. Now when he dragged it out, that's when I got a little annoyed. But the initial upset of it made sense. Yeah, it makes me feel bad for Foggy. It, I mean, yeah, the distrust that is created due to, like, one action, it, it's just weird. Yeah, it's hard to come back from that. Yeah. Um, so... I don't think there was a whole lot more that happened in this. No, yeah, I mean, basically, Wesley dies, Ben dies, 
Foggy figures out that Matt is the masked man, and Karen knows that something's up. But also, nobody knows that Karen killed Wesley. Oh, right. And then... Um, so that's her, like, big haunting secret. So that ties in... Um, there were, like, some articles and things that Ben had found on Karen. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Because I think it's brought up that, like, he knows something about Karen's past. And then, like, we never find out what it is that he knows. But then that ties in because she is talking to Wesley. And he's like, you're not going to shoot me. Why do you think I, whatever. And then she's like, you assume that I've never shot anybody before. And you're like, uh, what? Yeah. And so, um, like Miss Cardenas says to her, like, how long have you been like this? And she says, ever since I moved to New York. So I wonder like if something maybe happened, I moved to New York and there's a whole lot that we don't know about Karen still, despite the fact that like, we have technically three seasons with her. I'm sure too, but I haven't watched it. Um, and uh, there's rumors that there's going to be a lot of her backstory in season. So hopefully we'll get answers. I hope so. I just but um, a lot of it is just like speculation. Speculation. She had a brother too. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like maybe she killed her brother. Maybe. But why? Well, why? Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> somebody killed her brother and she killed them. But like maybe it wasn't like a vigilante thing. Maybe it was more of like she was there when they killed her brother and she got the opportunity to kill them. Because mm, yeah. I don't I don't see her as the type like she's a badass character. Like when it comes to her like because she's smart. I'm not going to not say that yeah. she's dumb. I'm not going to say that she's dumb or anything. But, like, I don't see her as an on-the-ground kind of person. I see her more of, like, a behind-the-scenes. Yeah, and definitely, like, she wouldn't be the type of person to, like, hunt down somebody. Exactly. So I'm thinking maybe it was something like that, or... Who knows? Man. <laughs> yeah, so... I think we're gonna get it for her in Season 3. I hope so. But That'd be great. But, yeah. Um, couple other things that, like, I the Cox panel, um, just to, like, I guess kind of wrap up Daredevil. We didn't talk about it too much, but, but I, mean, I don't feel like there was a whole lot to talk about. Yeah, I feel like we touched on that. Like, because usually when we talk day, or, like, week to week about stuff, we have, like, all the details and stuff from the episode. This was because we yeah. took a week off and stuff. It's just more of, like, we touched on the main plot points, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel like once we start uh, the next show, yeah, Jessica Jones, that uh, we'll be able to discuss more in depth again. But yeah. it, I think, like, honestly, like, episode dig for stuff, because there wasn't always, like, a whole lot that happened. Maybe we'll do, like, two episodes per podcast. Yeah, that way we can do that, and that that'll help get us through the shows faster. Yeah, I'm um, at least until Riverdale comes back. Uh, true that. <laughs> okay, but um, so the moderator had asked Charlie, um, what are fans most surprised when they meet him? <laughs> he said that he's British. <laughs> and, and he 
he's like, I don't understand. I guess people don't fish. And like, it was really funny because as soon as he started down and they started this panel, uh, and he started talking, I looked at Nick and I was like, oh my fucking God, he's British? <laughs> the hell? Yeah. And I, I thought that was really cute because my mom and I noticed it because you can like almost hear him trying in certain sentences to mm-hmm. sound American or like trying to like um, repress his accent. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, maybe. And then um, the guy who plays Wesley is Australian. Oh, it cut out. Oh. Well. The guy who plays Wesley. Is Australian. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's like you can, you can, not very often, they do a good job at it, obviously, but um, you can hear it sometimes, or, or you can tell sometimes, or they're like trying not to sound like they have yeah. an accent. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. I also wonder what it's like to be, like, a bit character in a comic book show. Because, like, anybody for, like, a, like a season or two usually gets, like, Comic-Con panels and stuff. But I wonder what it's like to be, like, a character like Wesley who isn't super significant. So, do, like, the Comic-Con traveling or anything? Well, um, it, that's kind of interesting because, like, you have shows where you're not very significant. But then there's shows like Supernatural where they have their insignificant characters on their panels and stuff at Supernatural Con. Because yeah. it's like, you know, they'll have characters that maybe showed up in like four episodes in one season. Like, and then they'll go do their con for that year and they'll have them at the con. But it's like, okay. I think it just depends on, maybe it's audience popularity. Because I bet like, if Wesley had been a bigger character, I don't know, maybe, I, I guess it depends, like, because I feel like Ben was a pretty popular character, I wonder if he ever does any comic Well, maybe, cons. maybe they, maybe Wesley did do a Comic-Con after the first season, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't make sense for him to do it now, because he's dead, yeah, so, I mean, fun. maybe in the first season he did an appearance or two, or, but, like, current day, it wouldn't make sense to have him there anymore, because it's like, you've been dead for two almost two seasons now, so, yeah. yeah. it doesn't really add a whole lot. Yeah, there's nothing for him to add. He's just like, hey, I was here in the first season, and I died. <laughs> because of Karen. Um, so, there's, okay, so somebody asked, um, Charlie, what, like, the hardest part of playing his character is, and he said, that the hardest thing for him to learn was how to actually be blind because he didn't want to just seem like he was pretending blind. He said, like, he hates watching things and, like, do to show that a character is blind is have them walk down the street and bang their cane around. Yeah. So, yeah, so, like, he wanted to be believably blind, so he actually worked with a dude who has been blind for most, if not all, of his life, and, um, and he, like, followed him down the streets and, like, hung out with him for quite a few days just to see, like, how he actually acts yeah. in the real world. That's kind of cool. That's interesting. And I thought that was really neat. Yeah, definitely, because it's hard to, it's hard to, it would be hard for me to pretend like I was blind because I literally depend on my sight so much, especially because I'm, like, I wear glasses, so I'm already kind mm-hmm. of, like, blind. 
Same. So, so I, I think that's kind of cool, and that would be, I think that's interesting and good for him. He said he was, like, recording this dude while he was walking down the street to, like, review later, um, like, how the blind guy walks. And, of course, he had asked him if this was okay, but people, walks, like, walking down the street that he had asked this guy if he could record him, so a lady, like, straight up pushed him and was like, dude, you can't do that, that's rude. I thought he was just making fun of this poor blind guy. I mean, good so for sad. people for sticking up for him, but also, shut up. That's so sad. <laughs> uh, I don't, there was like a few other things. Oh, shit. So I saw, it actually got mentioned on Reddit too. Um, I think it was under like the Defenders thread, maybe the Marvel thread. Um, but, or subreddit, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, but, Nat has not, well, Charlie has not seen Infinity War. Um, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. My eyes, oh my god, wait, really quick. Um, Dallas has not seen Infinity War yet either. Oh my god, so Ant-Man? Yeah. Oh no! Okay, we'll get, we'll get that. I know, I know, I know, I know, I just had to bring it up, right? Oh. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so the moderator asked him if... For Daredevil is going to show any of the effects of the end of season, or I mean, at the end of Infinity War. So, like, if any characters are going to turn to dust or disappear or anything. And uh, <laughs> Charlie was like, okay, you guys are going to be really bad at me, but I haven't seen Infinity War yet because it came out while in three. So I couldn't go watch it. Oh my god! Yeah, so the moderator was like, well, you've seen stuff on the internet, right? Like, you. So he goes, well, apparently people turn to dust. Oh, no. I feel so bad. That sucks. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so we have no idea. I, I got to assume that season three isn't really going to show any of the- well, if he Or he was playing it off really well. Yeah, that or he really didn't see Infinity War. And then he was like, oh, oh my god, all this cool stuff started happening in season three. Like, these people started to disappear, and we don't know why. Yeah. And then now he's like, oh my god, it's part of a bigger picture. <laughs> he's like, yeah, totally unexplained. Uh, people turned to dust. I don't know, Foggy's gone now. <laughs> oh my god, I will die. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh man. Um. So yeah, so next on the ballot is season one. Um, so we'll probably do episode one and two. I'm so excited for you to see this. This is like probably, probably like my second favorite of any of the shows. Well, I really, really like Daredevil. So, and I, and I, I, I'm not gonna say I didn't expect to, but I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised with how much I did like it. So it's interesting because, like, for a first season of anything, like, like, I feel like it's very rare that the first season is this good. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, the CW shows did fairly well too. Like, the first season of Flash is really good, but it was built up by like the three prior seasons of Arrow. Yeah. Season of Arrow is pretty good, but like, I feel like Daredevil was a whole nother step 
up than that. And maybe it's just because of the platform it's on. Maybe. But yeah. Um, so moving on. Okay, so we both uh when did you see it? Yesterday. Oh me too. So yesterday okay, actually. Uh, we both went and saw Ant-Man versus, or Ant-Man and the Wasp, not versus the Wasp. <laughs> Sometimes versus the Wasp. And wasp. I am going to start it by saying, um, I've seen the first Ant-Man like twice because I didn't think it was that great. I don't hate it. I like it a lot. I like his character a lot. So with mm-hmm. this one, I went in with very low expectations of what the movie was going to be. And okay. I didn't really get excited until that end credit scene. So, like, the movie was good, but it didn't take me to that next level until that. So, that disappointed me a little bit. So, when I went into the first Ant-Man, it came out after Age of Ultron. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, it was kind of regarded as, like, a palate cleanser because Ultron was pretty dark. Like That's true. Um, and like Paul, I mean that's super dark, but oh god, I love Paul Rudd. So same. Um, so, so I mean, when I say these things that were that sound kind of negative, I don't mean them. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not a movie critic, and I'm not gonna sit here and bash on the movie. All I'm saying is it wasn't necessarily my cup of tea. Yeah, I feel you. And I went in. Okay, so like I, I had heard like everything that was working up to this movie, and I, I was mad because they. They were focusing on Hank. They were focusing on Scott. And I was, like, kind of disheartened going into the movie. And then I watched it, and I was like, oh, my God, this movie's fucking great. It's so funny. So then this one, coming after Infinity War, I assumed was going to be, like, a similar situation, like a palate cleanser, because it's so heartbreaking. And that's pretty much what it was. Like, it was still a good story. Like, they had a good villain. Um, It was interesting. And, um... They played the female characters really well. Yeah, and going into it, I, um, was talking to Dallas and a couple of our friends, and I was like, well, this is bef- this is pre-Infinity War, so it'll be a lot more lighthearted, and it'll be a lot more... Like, it's leading up to it, but it's before it. So... Yes. You know? So we didn't have to, like, expect the ramifications of Infinity War in this movie. Exactly. It was just more along the lines of... Like, you, we got to focus on his story instead of having to focus on his story and how it ties in or his story yeah. on top of instead figuring of it out or the, whatever. The bigger picture. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I liked about it was, um, yeah, I did like the fact that it was his own movie. Like, and how about the fucking fact that her mom is Michelle Pfeiffer? Right? That was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I a, guess I, like, I could have probably found that out through IMDb or something, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, but it was so nice to see that, because like, ugh, she's just the fucking best. Like, for me, it goes Meryl Streep, and then Michelle Pfeiffer. So, the the ending was like, a huge fucking shock. Uh, um, okay, so... Because I didn't expect them what they did okay like not the actual ending of the movie but just like the end credit scene because the ending was fine like that's pretty much what i expected so let me just be this person and when we went into the movie obviously i'm not talking to dallas about it but i thought to myself 
how are they going to tie this in with Infinity War? Because we had talked right after Infinity War came out, and we're like, well, here the, here's the list of characters that we didn't see. Where are they? Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, right. okay, since this is before Infinity War, obviously it's close enough because he fought in Civil War. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, I was like, there's no way that this isn't going to end tying him into Infinity War somehow. So then what threw me off was how it actually happened. Because I was like, because I didn't expect that at all. Like, I was expecting something along the lines of that. Kind of like the um, the end credit scene of Infinity War where it showed the Captain oh, Marvel. Okay. Yeah. Like, I was expecting something like that, you know, where it's kind of discreet, but then you see people disappearing in the background. And you're like, But like Shit. the call to battle kind of thing? Yeah. And so I was like, okay, so how was this going to call... Okay, let me just say that I didn't expect the three of them to disappear. Because... Yeah, like, because, you think, like, maybe two of them, like, maybe it's Hank and Hope, and maybe yeah. it's, like, Hank and Janet. But, but no, not, it took all three of them, because how are you going to take... Three. How are you going to take half of the Earth's population and take three out of the four people in that situation? So, um, the cool thing to me is that, like, he probably would have gone, like, Scott probably would have been lost on us if it wasn't for him being in the... In the quantum realm? Yeah. I did think about that, too, and I thought that was interesting, but now I'm a little stressed out because Scott's stuck in the quantum realm. But, you know he can get himself out, because he's done it before, uh-huh. and it's like, if he gets himself out, because the stone had already been, like, without, for lack of a better term, like, activated, um, will he be okay when he gets back to Earth? And also, like, what the fuck? Hope just got her mom back, <laughs> and now they're <laughs> stuck in the fucking soul stone. So, <laughs> I know, it would have been really... Or kind of, like, I was seeing on the internet that people want to see, like, the beginning of Avengers 4 when they're, like, introducing Scott into the story again, but from the other perspective. And it's, like, Hank disappears, and then Janet starts to disappear, and Hope's like, no, Mom, I just got you back. Like, why would you want to see that? Oh, my God. But, um, so here's, here's a theory that I'm rolling with. Okay. And, like, some of it... I pieced together, but some of it was also taken from the internet, so I don't take full credit for this. But um, so at the end of the movie, when he around for that end credit scene, Janet says to watch out for time pockets because if he gets into one of those, oh! they can't get him back. Oh! Oh! <laughs> so I okay, think he's okay, gonna okay. fucking time travel, which makes so much sense because there's this one part, or not one part. There's there's, um, how much do you want to know about set photos? Are you okay with that? I'm fine. Let's just just go with it. Um, it's all good. Okay. okay, okay, okay. So, in Avengers 4 set photos, they film on, like, in what looks like Avengers 1. So, it's like Captain yeah, we'll America. Yeah, like Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Tony is in this suit. He looks like he's traveled back in time. And Ant-Man is there. So, I think he's going to fucking show up during the first... Okay, but do you and then, but do you think that Doctor Strange knew that Scott would be like a a, a big part of it? I mean, maybe. Oh my because god! How much does Doctor Strange know? 
Because he saw all those different timelines. Side so, note. like, theoretically, he would have seen him. Side note. Did you see that the guy behind Doctor Strange and Spider-Man died? Wait, who died in Spider-Man? Uh, no, he... God, let me just find it really quick. I should prepare myself before I drop bombs. Ugh. <laughs> um... But also, there's a theory that Ant-Man is going to show up in Captain Marvel. Ooh. Also through the co-creator of Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Oh, oh, Steve Yeah. Yeah. But he was 90, so. Yeah, also, he was like a hermit. Um, (laughs) So, nobody had seen him for a really long time, which is kind of sad. Yeah, but I mean, just... True. While we're talking about Doctor Strange for a second. But yeah, no, so I'm really, really fucking interested. And, like, it makes me more excited for these next few, like, months when the more more of the Marvel movies are going to start coming out, like the Captain Marvel and stuff. Like, I'm interested to see how yeah. their stories end up tying in with the big picture that is Infinity War. Excited for Captain Marvel now. And they just finished wrapping yesterday. Or wrapping, jeez. They finished filming, so they wrapped on film. Wow. Oh my god, that's so fucking Movies exciting. In March. Oof, I'm excited. <laughs> Oof. So, that's our last one. That's the only one that's going to affect part. I just want to, hey, did you ever confirm if Valkyrie was dead? So, some people said that she died. Some people said that they saw her on the ship, but I haven't still fucking seen her, so I out there. I have hope. Like, I don't know, but it's also possible if he decimated the Val- yeah. uh, the Asgardians again. I don't know. Yeah, we talked about that. Like, he already, like, I really don't think that the stone will be like, well, he already wiped off half of the Asgardians, so let's not touch the Asgardians. Yeah. I A lot of people are rolling with that idea, but I'm pretty sure that, like, the stone is who he already attacked. Yeah. We'll see. God, there's so many fucking questions I have. You know, I just want it to be Bayor. Well, yeah. Ready. And speaking of things that we're waiting okay. for. So. Speaking of things that we're waiting for, we still haven't gotten a fucking release date for Game of Thrones. Oh my God, I know. I'm so impatient. So it's like, now, not only do I have Game of Thrones, but now I have the second part of Infinity War that I'm just dying to have answers to. Yeah, let me see if I can find the hell. There's, wait, what? Oh! They stopped filming? What? Wait, what? Thrones? Well, they stopped. I just looked it they up. They stopped And, and like, Maisie Williams, like, bids farewell. Yeah. So, Maisie Williams, her done. slot's done. Oh. But, oh my god. Did it show, does it show you her Instagram caption? I meant to fucking talk to you about this. Does it show you what it says? God damn it, you're cutting out. Hold oh. on, I'm gonna pause the podcast. Okay, wait, I paused it, but what what are you reading? Okay, so Maisie Williams, her Instagram post. I'm gonna read you the caption, okay? Okay. It says, goodbye Belfast, goodbye Arya, goodbye Game of Thrones. What a joy I've had. Here's to the adventures to come. So that's cute, right? Yeah. But here are the fucking hashtags. 
uh, hashtag, I'm asleep for the next four years. Hashtag, just kidding, I don't sleep. Hashtag, last woman standing. Hashtag, barely. What the fuck? So, I don't know what that means. I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean. But what the fuck? Damn, dude. Ah! Okay, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna disconnect our call really quick and try to reconnect it, and hopefully that'll help. Okay. With the cutting. I like they recorded a bunch of different endings for Game of Thrones so that nobody really is. I really hope so. I want them to be that dedicated to this. Show. I want them to be so dedicated that none of the actors even know the ending. I'm looking for. Yeah. Um. So then. Okay, so basically after. I'm making my way through The Office. I'm almost through season two. And I love it so much. Yeah, what episode are you on? Uh, 13. Which, I don't know which episode that is. But what, what was the last thing that happened? The last thing I remember happening is uh, Dwight had a concussion. Oh my fucking god, I love that episode. <laughs> but uh, Jim and Pam's relationship has just started to really push me to the edge. And I'm really, like... Like, okay, because I've seen spoilers for The Office on Facebook and stuff, I know that they end up together and stuff. But still, like, just getting there has been so fucking frustrating. I can't wait till you get to the Casino Night episode. You're gonna fucking lose it. (laughs) And then Uh, uh, Janelle's been watching more of Cloak and Dagger. Yes. Um, Which is really good. It's, like... There's a lot going on. I expected their stories to overlap more. The two of them are just helping each other to accomplish the things that they both want to accomplish in life. Like, she's not, like, like, neither character is part of the other one's quest, I guess, is a good word for it. But, like, occasionally they'll meet up and they'll give each other advice. Okay. Like, figure out, like, solve it, like the next way to go about something. Hmm. It's kind of cool. But um, this episode or create like an overarching plot because there's like a voodoo mom kind of thing who every time there's been something bad, be it like a war or a natural disaster, there have always been two at the center of it who have the ability to protect but one always dies. And so she is predicted that one of them is essentially Cloak, that dude. They don't know, but we can assume that Dagger, which is the girl, is the other half. Mm-hmm. So it's, it'll be interesting to see what is that they have to try and protect. And then if one of them is actually going to die or if they're going to break the cycle. Okay. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. Something big. Hmm. And then this show, you didn't you didn't watch Runaways, right? No. Okay, that's on Hulu too. But like the creators want to do a time with Runaways at some point, so that'll be neat to have like these different teen shows kind of overlapping. Yeah, absolutely. But then that means that all these other Marvel shows exist, and Agents of Shield is just out dead in the water. Nobody uh. with them. Yeah. I didn't watch that either, so I'm not personally connected to that. Yeah, apparently, according to Aaron, I stopped, like, we're gonna get good, but I committed, like, seven episodes 
So if it wasn't good by then, that's uh, enough. Yeah, if it takes you seven episodes to start to get good, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, it's just too long. It was too much of a build-up for a universe that already exists, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's not like you're introducing a whole new universe as opposed to Marvel and DC. It's like, no. Marvel's been around forever. People have been following it. There's comic books you can find online now, like... Yeah, there's, like, direct characters that spin in, out of the movies into this show, too. So, like, it shouldn't have taken... It. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll just... We should maybe, like, skip the Reddits. Yeah, we can do that. Because I really want to tell you this story. Okay, okay so... Um, okay, without, like too much because I want to be kind of vague because I could potentially get in trouble for this but um there's that guy who a lot my kind of my friend and uh buys a whole lot of stuff and he has like the parts good about wait you have he has what oh god it's cutting out so much Okay. Are you there? I'm here. Okay. So do you know who I'm talking about? Wait, he buys a lot of stuff. I paused it on the recording. It's that dude who comes in and gets the voucher orders. Yeah. Yep, I know exactly who that is. Okay. So, um, he came in and, uh, brought me a gift and that gift was an Xbox One X. Oh my fucking god! Are you kidding me? <laughs> so, yeah. So I totally have an Xbox One X now. That. I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I I was like so astonished and. Uh, it was definitely not, like, my most cool moment. Like, I probably look like a complete moron. But, yeah. So, that's really cool. Um, so, I get, like, I, I don't think I'm going to get good at Fortnite, but I could probably play with you guys. Oh, for sure. Did you tell Bryson? Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, I told awesome. him I have an Xbox. I didn't tell him how I got it. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. He does, That doesn't. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so... Um, I've been playing that Disneyland game. Yo. It's really, it's really stupid, but it's so cute. If he ever brings you a PS4, I will happily take your old one off your hands. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually, like, he was gonna give me a PS4, but, like, he had asked me before what consoles I have. I have a PS4, I don't have an Xbox, because it's not a whole lot of exclusives that I want. So, like, I didn't super need one, plus, like, it's kind of expensive. Yeah. Oh, so. my God. <laughs> I've been waiting so long to tell you. Oh, my God, that's have- amazing. <laughs> 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 um, and you moved. How's the new place? I did. Um, It's pretty, I like it a lot. But um, we went out for the 4th of July, and it's really humid here. And between Dallas and I, we counted... Well, like, just on Dallas, we counted almost 30 bug bites. 
Oh my god. So like, so like, I didn't even count mine, but I'm pretty sure we were breaking almost 50. Ugh. So other than the bug bites, it's been really nice. I really like it. And it's a little upsetting. Well, not upsetting, but we, we don't have any of our furniture yet. We're not getting it. Like, they're going to pick it up on Friday. So, okay. wow. so we don't have any of our furniture. So people keep asking me, are you settled in? Well, here's my furniture right now. We have two beanbag chairs and a blow-up mattress. Oh. <laughs> Living large. Yeah. So everybody's like, how's it going? You getting settled in? And I was like, I, I guess. Like, this is as settled as I can be right now. But um, I do like it, though. And it's been fun. And we've just been hanging out. <laughs> it's like you you traded not being able to go outside because it's so hot to not being able to go outside because you're gonna get bitten by bugs dude some of them look so bad too like they don't hurt like they, oh, if they I'm hurt sorry. then it would be like dude go to the doctor but they just like look so bad but some of them are starting to go away so other than that other than the bug bites it's been it's been really cool it rained once <laughs> And it was interesting because, you know, where we're from, it doesn't rain at all. Mm-hmm. I heard that there's been fog there, though. Yeah, it's been pretty stormy the last few days, and we keep expecting it to rain. But <laughs> yesterday I thought it was raining, but actually the heat had made our hose explode. So <laughs> it was just pouring water all <laughs> over the backyard. Oh man. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's been great. I really like it. The humidity is kind of weird and my hair doesn't really like it like my hair doesn't know what to do and I thought that would be weird I thought because like usually when I go to humid areas like after being in a, such a dry area my hair looks really great well no not hair my hair like starts to dread after like the first day and I'm like oh my God. what are you doing this hurts and it's, oh, it's just a pain in the ass so I've like resorted to just braiding my hair <laughs> So I think that might be my new look. <laughs> you should see, like, if there's some sort of, like, hairsprayers. Well, yeah, and so since, like, we don't have our stuff yet, I don't have a straightener. So when I get my straightener, I'm going to try to straighten it and uh, see okay. if that helps at all. But for now, I'm just... Just rocking them braids. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty much it forced to try a new style yeah i guess maybe maybe like this is the universe telling me it was time <laughs> all right well i guess we'll call it for now yeah um um i'll i'll edit all this stuff up later because yeah. we're almost at 46 47 minutes i mean not bad for yeah but uh, thank you for bearing with us. I know it's it's probably not going to be great for a little while. Also, Janelle wanted to bring up. Um, yeah, I'm going to be in D.C. next week, so we won't have a podcast next week. Maybe we should just try and make this like a, bi- a bi-weekly podcast. We can do that. Oh, especially if we're going to do two we'll episodes. See. I don't know. We'll see. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll see. We'll talk about it. Or we'll just upload whenever we want. So... <laughs> Cincy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so follow us on Twitter at Babes of Retail. And follow us on Tumblr at Babes of Retail Podcast. 
You can email us at babesretail at gmail.com. And, and you can find us on iTunes. This website will be on the library site. Yeah. Yeah. And that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See you next week.